The views and opinions expressed on the following program are those of the host and guest and do not necessarily reflect the policy or position of ONTV's management, staff, or board of directors. Hi there, and welcome to TikTok. It's time to talk. Hi there, I'm Helen Tick, and I welcome you to our show today. And it's going to be a little bit different today. It is a sunshiny day. It is hot outside. And sometimes we just need a little bit of encouragement. So that's what I want to do today is give you some encouragement. So a lot of times people are joyful and we don't know why they're joyful. We can be in a down mood and it's like, Hey, what's going on? Why are they so happy? What is going on in their lives? I want some of that too. And so sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Sometimes you have to laugh at yourself. Sometimes you have to find something to laugh about. Or it matters who you hang around. It matters what you're listening to. So I want to ask you some simple questions. Who are you listening to? Are you listening to people that are upbeat? Upbeat music? Are you listening to downer people? A lot of times, people that are always negative, you don't want to be around them all the time. And if you can't lift them up, they don't want encouragement, they don't want to hear what you have to say, then sometimes it's time to say, well, I need to move on. So let's be happy today. So I want to talk about... um, Something you can do to make you happy is every day, think of 10 things to be thankful for. 10 things. And when you go to bed, think of 10 things that you're thankful for. And it just encourages you to really take a good look at life. And sometimes we need to listen to our older people and hear what they have to say. Sometimes they have some really good Quotes really. I know my dad had such really good um, quotes. I remember him saying stuff like, "If you can't pay cash for it, don't buy it." Well, in the world we live in today, I know that's really hard. But some of these quotes I just want to share with you today. Life isn't fair, but it's still good, and that is so true. Life is good, no matter what. Life is good. Life is too short not to enjoy it. So we want to enjoy every day that we take and take it in and take, you know, when it's sunshiny, take it in. Yesterday I was driving home and there was huge, massive cloud and the sun was beaming over it and I had to take pictures because it was so beautiful. Here's one, don't buy stuff you don't need. It ends up being cluttered. And you don't have to win every argument. Stay true to yourself. Cry with someone. It's more healing than crying alone. Those are the ones we have to trust when we do cry. It's okay to get angry with God. He can take it. Sometimes we do get angry at God, but we don't want to stay there. And sometimes afterwards we have to repent for it because we feel bad for being angry at him. Save 
save for things that matter. When it comes to chocolate, resistance is futile. I'm a chocoholic. I don't know about you. These are just sayings that people come up with. I just want to give you food for thought today. Make peace with your past so it won't screw up your present. It's okay to let your children see you cry. That is so true. They need to know that you're real and that you are, even though you're an adult, you still can cry. Here's a very vital, important one. Don't compare yourself to others. You have no idea what their journey is all about. If a relationship has to be a secret, you shouldn't be in it. That is so true. Everything can change in the blink of an eye. But don't worry, God never blinks. <laughs> take a deep breath. It calms the mind. And taking deep breaths is very healthy. It opens up all your pores. Get rid of anything that isn't useful. Clutter weighs you down in many ways. Clutter is stress. Whatever doesn't kill you really doesn't make you stronger either. It's never too late to be happy. But it's all up to you and no one else. And that's so true. It is a choice. When it comes to going after what you love in life, don't take no for an answer. Bum the candles, use, oh, I better not say that one. Today's a special day, so enjoy it. Over-prepare, then go with the flow. That's a good one. Be eccentric now and don't wait for old age to wear purple. <laughs> There's a lot of people that wear purple now. Frame every so-called disaster with these words. In five years, will this matter? And always, always choose life. And that's what Jesus said to us. Choose life. When we do forgive, we, we should forget. We really should forget about it. And what other people think of you is none of their business. You know, our reputation is what people think about us, but it matters what our integrity is. So I want to encourage you, just walk in your integrity. Time heals almost everything. So give time. However good or bad a situation is, it will change, and it always does. Don't take yourself so seriously. No one else does. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, I love these. Believe in miracles. Please, please believe in miracles. God is a miracle working God. Believe in a miracle for yourself today. And God loves you because of who God is, not because of anything you did or didn't do. And that is so true. Don't audit life. Show up and make the most of it. That's the whole thing. Show up and live life. 
Growing Old Beats the Alternative to Dying Young. Your children get only one childhood. So I encourage you to teach them as much good stuff as you can because I'll tell you, children learn at a very young age a lot of stuff. All that truly matters in the end is that you loved. And that's what we're going to be judged by is how much we love. Get outside every day. Miracles are waiting everywhere. That's a good one. I like that. Miracles are waiting for you. They're just waiting. Go out and find them. If we all threw our problems in a pile and saw everyone else's, we'd grab ours back. (laughs) Envy is a waste of time. Accept what you already have, not what you think you need. The best is yet to come. Make it your best day ever. No matter how you feel, get up, dress up, and show up. (laughs) That's a good one. Sometimes we just have to yield, too, and... See what way we want to go. Life isn't tied with a bow, but it's still a gift. Every day is a gift from God. We have to look at it that way. Then we'll be encouraged to do the best we can in our day. You get in life what you have the courage to ask for. So ask and you shall receive. Life is really simple but we insist on making it complicated. Sometimes we do make life complicated. An unexamined life is not worth living. We have to examine our life. To live is the rarest thing in the world. Most people exist. That is all. So these are the things that we have to think about. You know, there's so much to life. There's so much good in life. So much good in life. We want to live life on purpose. We want to live a joyful life. We want to be healthy. We want to be strong. We want to encourage others. You know, when we encourage others, it helps us to encourage ourselves because a lot of times when we're encouraging somebody else, we hear ourselves and it really encourages ourselves too. So that's why it's so good to be positive and not negative. I always think of a battery, you know, if your car, if your battery in your car is not charged, fully charged, you will not be able to go. And if it's not all the way charged, it's just a halfway charge, it's going to be sluggish. It's the same thing with us. If we're not charged up, and and that's what you have to figure out, what you want to do to charge yourself. How is it that you get up every day? Are you, you know, do the same old, same old, and expect something to change? They say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over every day, expecting something to change. Sometimes we have to change things in our life to be happy. Sometimes we have to change the music we listen to. Sometimes we have to change our attitude. 
sometimes we have to change our lifestyle. Sometimes we have to change. Sometimes you have to change the furniture in your home and it makes you happy or change your clothes or change the way you put your makeup on or change a different route of going home. See something different, something new. Sometimes to make us happy and fulfilled is exploring our world. Sometimes we need to just take a drive. Remember back in the day when families used to get in the car on a Sunday and take what was called a Sunday drive. Sometimes we need a Monday drive or Tuesday drive, you know, just to see the scenery, check out a new lake, check out a new park, a new scenery, a different city, a new town. There's so many towns, so many places to go. You know, we have the United States of America, and if we have a good running car, we can go places. And I know sometimes, especially now that gas prices are over $3, yesterday I left to come here. They were two eighty-five. On my way home, they were three nineteen. That was a big jump. And so sometimes it is hard to travel. So maybe get a bike. Travel that way. Or there's so many other ways. Or, or get a group of people and pitch in gas and gas and just go somewhere and do something fun. Do something different. Do something you've never done before. That's what I want to encourage you today is do something that you've never done before. And it can put a smile on your face. It really can. And so I want to encourage you to encourage yourself as well as you're encouraging somebody else. Joy is something that we can obtain, something that we can handle, something that we need. We need to have joy. Yes, we need happiness, but joy is different than being happy. Joy is being joyful. Sometimes you don't even know why. Being joyful even when your circumstances are so bad. Sometimes when we're happy, it's just for a moment. You know, it's happy because somebody gave us a gift or we're happy because everything's going our way or we're happy because this certain person is talking to me and I want them to. And all those things can make us happy. And it's good to be happy. But joy is so different than being happy. Joy is, it is an expression. Yes, it, it, I mean, you feel that joy. You feel it on the inside. I know when I, there's times when I just get so flooded, like inside my soul, I just get so flooded with joy that I just start laughing. And sometimes it's at the craziest moments. I'm like, wow, (laughs) right now, really? Okay. Um, But I have told many people, I wish I could just bottle this up and not even sell it. I would, I really wish I could just give it away. And that's what I'm trying to do today is just give it away. So when we seek things to make us happy, most of the time, things don't make us happy. We buy things and they, they become old real quick. Sometimes, you know, us women, we buy clothes and we just have to have it. 
And then we look in our closets and we have clothes that still have tags on them. And we didn't really need it. It really didn't make us happy or fulfilled like we needed to. But joy is so different. Joy doesn't matter if we have things or not. It doesn't matter if we even have anybody around us or not. We can be joyful. It, it is so different than, than being happy, which both are good. So what makes you happy? Think about it. What makes your life happy? What makes you filled with joy? I know when I hear children laugh, it just does something to me. It, that childlike laughter, giggle, is so precious. There's nothing like it. I was in the grocery store the other day, and it was so strange because as I was walking in the grocery store, there was one woman walking in, one woman walking out, and they weren't talking to me, but the woman woman walking out said, oh my goodness, there was a kid in there just screaming. And so it was like, well, thanks for the warning. You know, I, I guess I know what I'm walking into. And there was a mom and a dad and this little toddler, the little girl was on the on standing and she was screaming, but it sounded to me like a, like a laughter scream, you know, and I did daycare for a few years. So I can kind of tell if it's a hurt scream or a fun scream or, or a tired scream, cry. And so I thought it was like just a joking scream or, you know, trying to aggravate the parents. But as I went my way and went the opposite way, actually, I could still hear the little girl screaming and she would get louder and louder. And then I had a couple of aisles I was going down and I heard her close to me and I'm like, you know what, I want to go talk to that little girl and uh, just tease her and say, hey, I can scream louder than you. And so she was down two aisles down from me and I purposely went over there. And by this time, the mom had her in her arms and you could tell that they were getting kind of uh, antsy and discouraged because they knew everybody was frowning on them because their little girl was like, she wasn't really screaming, screaming. It was just like, well, I don't want to do it, but it was kind of loud or whatever, but it wasn't a continuous scream. So I went up there and I was teasing her. I said, I hear you and I can hear you scream too. And uh, I was trying to joke with her and she didn't want to. And they're like, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. This little girl was tired and you could tell. And I was just teasing her saying, you know what? I can scream too. And I kind of did it in the store. And she's like looking at me like, what are you doing? You're an adult. You know, why are you acting like that? But my point is sometimes we don't know what people are going through. And we have to just put a smile on somebody's face. And it's okay sometimes if a child is screaming. It, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong or we should be angry at that child or angry at the parents. You know, this is the thing how the world is nowadays. If you have a screaming child, do something about it. Shut that child up. But if you do something about it, oh, my gosh, it's child abuse. You know, it's like 
So this is why we have to look at things in life differently. We have to look at things in a positive way and look at how we can make somebody's day. I really believe that I made the people's day because I was able to go up to them and say, you know what, it's okay, she's tired. And I just want to joke around with her. And if she don't want to joke around with me, it's okay. And don't let everybody around you intimidate you. Don't let everybody around you bother you because of your child. She's a child, you know. And she wasn't being spoiled. She wasn't being really even aggravating. So just so that you know, sometimes we do get down. Sometimes we feel like screaming ourselves. That's why sometimes we need to go for a ride and roll the windows down and just scream <laughs> or roll the windows up and just scream. There's different ways we can vent. Sometimes we need to go to a lake and just hear the waves come in or just go outside and enjoy nature, hear the birds sing. These are things that can release a lot of stress. Our lives are so busy now that we need to Take time out for ourselves and just breathe. Just breathe and relax. Sometimes I think people don't know how to relax. They go on vacation and they go and they go and they go and they go. And then they come home and they're exhausted. They got to get up and get ready for work the next day. And it's like, you need a vacation to come home and just relax. This is the thing. Enjoy life. Take time out at least once a day to just take deep breaths. Take time out just a few times a day to go outside, look up in the sky, hear the wind blow, hear the birds sing, hear the rain fall, hear the thunder. See and look for a rainbow. Look at the clouds. Clouds are amazing. Clouds can change and move and when we were kids, we'd lay in the grass and look and make different animals and creatures and things. Why can't we do that when we're an adult? Take time out to relax and to enjoy life. Life is good, but it's all what we make it to be. And I know life isn't fair. Nobody said that it would be. It's not fair, but it's everything we want it to be. We can create our life to be happy. We can create it to be a joyful life. We can create it to be a positive life. It's all up to us. Does it matter who surrounds us? Absolutely. Sometimes we need a break from people. And I'm not talking about spouses or anything like that, um, like getting away, leaving away. But sometimes, even in, in relationships and husband and wife, they need to do their own thing. They need to have their own friends and do some, you know, girl time and guy time and, and then get back together and enjoy each other. And sometimes you just need your alone time. And it's okay. So I just want to say it's okay to enjoy life. It's, an, it's okay to smile. And sometimes... We don't feel like smiling. Sometimes we have to go to the grocery store and we don't want to because we don't feel like it. We're in a downer mood. But if you look in the mirror before you go, 
even if it's in your car before you walk in. And just kind of a fake smile. It will literally put a smile on your face. And then if you can give that smile away and give it to somebody else, smile at somebody. We never know what people are going through. And sometimes people are going through horrific situations and they don't know what to do about it and they don't know how to handle certain things. And that's why sometimes it's so much easier to talk to a stranger and to be able to minister to them or encourage them because of the fact that we don't know them. And, if you know, have you ever met a stranger in the store and all of a sudden you ask, hi, you say, hi, how are you? And next thing you know, they are telling you how they're doing. And you're like, oh, okay. But you can encourage them. If they're going through certain things, that's why sometimes it's so easy to talk to a stranger and they're just venting and they need to get it off their chest. So sometimes we need to take out time to listen to even strangers. And sometimes we need to vent too. So it's, it's a, a life that we live. It's a journey that we're on. And we can do it together. Together we're better. It's a beautiful, sunshiny day today. And just driving here was, I love the drive here. It's 45 minutes, and I love the route that's here. There's sometimes it's a long stretch, and then other times it's through a, a small town. And then there's curves around the lake. It's a beautiful scenery coming here. I love it. I look forward to, to the drive. And even getting out, and it's so warm out already, even in the morning, it's like 80 degrees, and it's not even 10 o'clock, and it's 80 degrees. But breathing the fresh air, hearing the birds, it's, it's just a good life. It's everything we make it to be. So don't let other people make your world. Don't let other people's reality become your reality. And sometimes one of the things we have to learn to do is not react. Not react to somebody else's reality. Don't make it ours, you know. If somebody is, like, totally acting crazy and they're say they're even going off on, on you, don't make it your reality. And sometimes we just have to breathe before we speak. And these are the things that I'm learning, okay? It's, these are things that I want to share that I'm learning. So sometimes we have to breathe, and we have to take a few seconds before we even speak. Because if we just speak off the top of our head, sometimes it's not good, and then we can't ever take words back. So when we think before we speak, most of the time, it'll be okay what we said. And sometimes we have to ponder and think about what the person's saying to us. And sometimes people just are angry and they vent and they go off on us. And if we are silent and we just let them do it and don't say anything, and then we say to them, okay, are you done ranting? And they'll say, yeah. And then you ask them, okay, so what are you really angry about? And then most of the time they'll say, well, you know, this happened, 
you know, some guy cut me off and just ticked me off and blah, blah, blah. And they took it out on you, didn't mean to, but that's what really set them off. So there's always a root problem to a problem. And sometimes we need to find what the root is. And sometimes it takes a calm person to find it. So that's what I'm trying to be is that calm person. I'm trying, I get really zealous and, and excited a lot of the times and I'll, um, say things, you know, off the top of my head or whatever. And sometimes it's okay. Some, sometimes I'm like, oh, that didn't sound very good or whatever. But I notice when I think before I speak, of course, then the person's going to receive it a whole lot better. I know I love walking in joy and I love giving it to other people. I love changing the atmosphere. And that's something that you can do too. When you carry joy, it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. And you can walk in a place and literally change the atmosphere. And it's not by, sometimes you, all you got to do is make your presence known. I have, and, and I share this because it's happened to me before and I didn't, I I wasn't like I was even purposely trying for it, but I was going to work one day and I was just listening to really upbeat music and I love music really loud. So I'm in my car and I'm just singing, jamming away. So then I walk in and there's some ladies sitting in the lunchroom and all I said was hi to him or whatever. And I had, this, and this is what made me really stop and think this stuff really does work. This one lady said, wow, just by you walking in here, the whole atmosphere changed. And, and I knew she, just by her saying it, it was a good thing. I was so excited about that. I was like, wow, I have the power to change an atmosphere just by carrying joy. So I want you to think about that. It's a powerful thing to have joy. And it's even more a powerful thing when you have the joy of the Lord. Because you're thinking positively and thinking of good things. And and you always want to bless somebody else. And so knowing that you can walk in a negative environment. And sometimes you don't even have, I mean, it's just your posture. You're standing up straight. You are When you have joy and you know who you are, you have a confidence in yourself. And I love the scripture that says the fear of the Lord. In the fear fear of the Lord, there's strong confidence. I like that because you know who you are and you stand tall and you stand strong and you know who you are, not in a prideful way or arrogance. Not with arrogance. If you're doing it with arrogance, then you're doing it in vain because it's not good. It's not good for yourself. It's not good for those around you, and it surely doesn't please God. But when you have joy and you walk into a heated argument place, and if you can learn to not get yourself involved in that argument, you just walk in and make your presence known. It silences people. It can literally silence people and cause them to stop and think and cause them to want what you have. 
So it's a very powerful tool to have. It's a very powerful. It is an emotion, but it's it's something that we can obtain. It's a tangible thing that we can have and walk in. And that's why I gauge myself with joy. And I know that might sound crazy. I used to run a bait shop. And we would sell depth finders and stuff like that. Um, I think of a tire gauge or the gauges in your car, you know, um, your speedometer or whatever, what temperature it is. Um, there's all kinds of gauges. And I know I have a friend that she gauges herself by peace. She's like, if I don't have peace, I got to examine myself immediately. Like, okay, so where am I at? What's going on in my world right now? Because I have to have peace. I got to walk in peace. And my thing is the joy because, you know, the scriptures say the joy of the Lord is our strength. It really is. It, it, I'm telling you, when you have joy, you have strength. You really do. I'm not saying that you can move a car or anything, but you can, like, if you woke up and you were really, really tired or all of a sudden in the day you're just exhausted, and say you get a song in your heart or something, and you just change your thoughts and your thought pattern, and you start getting joy, and you obtain it. Then the next thing you know, you have strength. It, it just, and I know it comes from God, because where else would it come from? And that is a powerful thing. So when I gauge myself, there's a lot of negative in the world. I don't like talking a lot about it. I mean, it is, there's things to talk about. Believe me, there is, and we most likely will. But I want to gauge myself in joy so that I don't um, go off the deep end in a negative way. And not that I'm perfect in any way, not that I, every single day, there's nothing negative that comes in my life or anything like that. Like I say, there are a lot of negatives going on in my life right now. But if I meditate on them, I know I'm, I could get depressed. I could um, start, I mean, it could do a lot. You can start overeating. You can um, do crazy stuff. You know, you can sleep a lot. Um, then you don't start picking up your house. Everything, it's like everything is let go. Depression is a very sad place. And, and I don't like to see people depressed at all. As a matter of fact, I love encouraging and counseling people that are depressed to get them out of it. And there's ways that you can. And that's why I gauge myself with joy. And if, and I do certain things and this might sound crazy, but if I come home and I'm kind of like mixed, you know, emotions like okay so what do, what am I going to do the rest of the day I know I need to make dinner or whatever but what do I need do I need music do I need to listen to somebody uh, a teaching or do I just need something positive to a positive person listening to do I need to read a book do I need to read the word what is it that I need and and I'll be directed of what it is I need and I'll tell you what God is so good. It's everything I always, I, everything I need at that moment, he gives me. And that's where I get so much joy. It's like, 
man, I was so blessed by hearing that preacher preach or that song. You know, I, I love music. Music gets me in the best mood ever. I love to dance. I love to be bebopping. Um, and there's music for every mood, too, you know. So I love all kinds of music. So when I'm gauging myself in joy, I know if it's not there. I know if I'm starting to get down. Sometimes you need to get down just to analyze things like, okay, so that's really happening. It's not like you want to live in a false reality. You're not living in a false reality. You're not, not facing truth. You're not facing, it's not like you're not facing reality of what's really going on. You're just changing the way that you react to it. You're changing, you're choosing it not to affect you mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And so things that go on in our lives that are negative, that, and this is the thing too, there's things that happen in a day that we never expected. There's things that we quote like that curveball I never saw coming, you know, and it hit me right square in the gut. You know, there are things in our lives that happen that are so unexpected. Sometimes it's a death of a person and it was so unexpected and it can devastate us. It can take us back. And yes, we need to allow ourselves to go to emo- through the emotions. We are to allow ourselves to cry. We are to allow ourselves sometimes to even be angry. But don't stay there. That's the whole key. Don't stay there. So things do happen in our lives that we don't expect. And that's why it's vitally, to me it's vitally important to read the word because the more that we have the word of God in us, the more that we're going to be prepared for whatever happens to us in our day, because we're going to go back on a scripture. We're going to, that's what's going to sustain us. That's what's going to cause us to stand on the rock and not fall. And yes, life happens. And yes, curveballs do get thrown at us and they do hit us in the gut. But like I say, we have to have time to accept what just happened. We have to think it through. We have to um, go through the emotions. But it does matter how we react. And so these are the things that we need to all learn is how we react to things. And if we are learning not to react in screaming, in yelling, in slamming um you know, road rage even. Uh, there's so many different ways that we handle cer- certain things, you know, and sometimes we can be short-tempered and sometimes we can be triggered by something that just in a split moment, in a second, it makes us go in this rage and we then we look and say, whoa, what happened? I didn't even know that was in me. Well, there's a root problem there. And we have to find out what that root problem is. And we have to deal with it. And that's the thing is so many people want to cover up things in our lives, in our past, in our childhood that we never have dealt with. You know, it depends on how our families are and how open they are in talking to each other and 
so many times people don't even have time. You know, they don't make the time. The kids are in the rooms. Parents are doing their own thing. And they really don't even have that relationship. It's not like it was back in the day of sitting around a table eating dinner. And we talked and everybody knew what was going on in their lives. A lot of times families aren't like that anymore. So it's important to know how we react to things. There's a scripture that says, do not be afraid of sudden fear. And I mean, what does that mean? What does that look like? Okay, so say, I'll use what happened to me when I was a kid. We got hit by a tornado. Okay, so it was devastating. But do not be afraid of sudden fear. That was suddenly, it happened suddenly. Yes, we were afraid and we had to deal with it. But we don't want to live in fear the rest of our life. Um, Like I say, things happen in a day, in a moment that we never expected. And so I think God wants to warn us, don't be afraid of sudden fear. Things in the world are going to happen suddenly. Things in your life are going to happen suddenly. Don't be overwhelmed by, by fear, you know. So that's why he said, I've not given you the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. And this is the thing. We have to have a sound mind. Even in the day that we're living in now, we have to have a sound mind. We have to have a mind that thinks rightfully, that thinks clearly, because who knows what a day brings. And sometimes we have to make sudden decisions. So just all these things are just thoughts to think about. So when we have something that comes against us, it can be a negative thing. And a lot of times people talk. People talk about us. How do we handle that? How do we handle if someone's talking behind our back? Well, the main thing is know who you are. Know that you are awesome. Know that you are made special, that you are unique, that there's no other you besides you. So a lot of times people will talk the talk but they don't walk the walk. And if people are talking about you, don't worry about it. If you know it's not true, don't worry about it. And I know a lot of times that's easier said than done, but in the end, what matters is what God thinks about us. I made a decision long, long time ago. Actually, it was a vow, and I didn't even realize it was a vow, and I didn't know what I was really vowing I knew I was talking to God, but I didn't realize the power in what I was saying. And I said this, you know, there's so many people in the world. I can't please everybody in the world. So this is what I said. From this day forth and forevermore, Lord, I choose to please you and not man. Oh, my gosh. Those were powerful words, but they're truth, truthful words. He has reminded me so many times Uh, excuse me, but that really was a vow that you made and you need to check yourself because, you know, 
you're choosing to please man and not me. And sometimes we can do that and get caught up in it. But if we were to please, try to please everybody, we would be exhausted. And at the end of the day, when we look and see who did we really please, it would probably be nobody. And that's the saddest thing. So many people use so much energy trying to please other people when there's only one God that we can please. And if we choose to please him, then we're doing things right. And then everything falls into place. You know, there, like I say, there's a scripture for everything under the sun. And that's why I said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, then all these things shall be added unto you. So when we seek to please him, everything else falls into place. We don't have to worry about trying to please other people because sometimes people will take from you and they'll take from you and they'll take from you. As long as you're willing to give, they'll take and they'll take and they'll take because you're trying to please them. And it will exhaust you. So remember, if you're going, it's not that you don't want to give gifts. It's not that you don't want to make other people happy or bless other people. That's not what I'm saying. It's vitally important to bless people. It's, you know, the the Bible says it's better to, to give than to receive. Why? Because when you give, you feel so good about giving. And what's, this is how God works, okay? When you give and don't expect anything in return, and you mean it with all your heart. I have a sister that is one of the most giving people I've ever known on the face of the earth. She's always, you can go to any store with her, and she's always buying somebody else something. And she always thinks of herself last. And she is always thinking of some, someone else. And she's always buying people gifts. And sometimes, she, you know, she works hard to just put money away so she can buy people gifts. Who does that? A lot of people do. Because they love giving. And she does not, seriously, does not expect anything in return. And that's how we should be, is when we give, don't expect anything in return. If you're giving somebody something and you're like, well, if I give them this, I know they'll give me that. Then you're not giving in the right way. So when we give, not a, this way, the Lord said, it's better to give than to receive. Because if you give with a pure heart, with an honest heart, and you're not expecting anything back, you're not expecting to receive anything back, guess what? God sees it, and he will reward you for it. You will get a gift from God. And that's why the Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of lights. He gives his kids gifts. He keeps track of what we do. And that's why we don't have to worry about whether or not they're going to give something back to us. Because it feels so good to give and to be able to give. And sometimes we might think, I don't have anything to give. You can give your time. You can give your talents. A lot of, time, a lot of times people write poetry. Write a po- poem for somebody. Sing a song to somebody. Smile at somebody. Play music for somebody. You know how blessed people would be if somebody knew how to play a guitar 
and they just went, you know, that's why I love watching these videos on YouTube where they just go out there, you know, in a street and they start playing music. And I don't know if they're doing it for money or not. Sometimes they'll have a container and people put money in it. But those that are really doing it just to bless others, I mean, what's it like when you walk somewhere and all of a sudden you hear somebody playing a beautiful instrument or singing? It draws you to them. And it makes you feel happy. And it's like, wow, I give them really a lot of credit. They're doing this all on their own. They don't have to. And it wasn't even, you know, a concert that was scheduled or anything like that. They're just doing it. I mean, people are blessed by that. People are blessed by a kind word, you know, a compliment, that a sincere compliment that you can give to somebody, that you do give somebody. It goes, it can go miles, miles. You know, I hear, hear so many times of testimonies where people were ready to commit suicide and somebody said something nice to them or they happened to turn the radio on and it was the right song. Or, you know, or God told somebody to do something that looks so foolish and so stupid. And they're like, are you serious? I'm supposed to go in the middle of the street and wave a person down or sing a song or say on, say something positive on the, like, top of your lungs. Am I really supposed to do that? Well, who knows if the echo of that sound is somebody that was ready to commit suicide and they hear it. We never know what a person's going through. And so it's a wonderful life when we can encourage others. It's a wonderful life to live when we can bless others, even in a world like we live in today. We can encourage others. We can make people think. We can say something that will make people think and turn their lives around. So many people that have been brought up, we call them in the Bronx or in the hood or or wherever, if they weren't encouraged, sometimes they don't know that they can be. Sometimes it, that's why you become who you're surrounded by. You know, a lot of times they say, uh, how is that saying goes that I am who I was brought up? I'm not saying it right, but um, there's other different quotes and sayings, but we become who we associate ourselves with. So it, that's why it's important to choose our friends wisely. It's important to choose good friends because we'll become like them. And that's why you can be such a good person. And if you constantly hang around people that are negative, people that are doing wrong, you will end up doing what they're doing. We can be a witness. We can, you know, encourage people, but we don't want to stay in that realm because it'll suck us up. And so we have to, that's why we have to be very careful with our own life. And we have to choose our own decisions, make our own decisions for ourselves because we always have to think of what the consequence is going to be. You know, growing up, there was five of us kids and I was always one that I was like, like spontaneous. Anybody said, hey, let's go do this. I was like, yeah. I didn't even think about what most of the time what we were doing. What I mean, it just was like fun. 
I love fun. I'm all about fun. But I have to think <laughs> of the consequences. And so many times I've made so many mistakes because I didn't think it through and I didn't think of the consequence it was going to cause either others or myself. I have a sister that I got three sisters, but I have one sister that always had thought of the consequences and she was like my dad. And that's why my parents were very strict. They didn't let us go and do a lot of things. And they always were thinking of the consequence. You know, if you do this, that's going to happen. And my sister was, that's how she trained her kids. And they're like, we can't do anything. You know, you're always thinking we're going to get hurt. So there's got to be a balance. You know, here's another scripture. A just weight, a false balance is an abomination before the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. We have to have balance in our life. So live life on purpose. That's what I'm trying to say. Live a life of joy, joy unspeakable and full of glory. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Choose life. Choose it abundantly. Jesus said, I give you life, and I give it to you abundantly. He's given it to us. Life is a gift. So take it. Make it attain obtainable. Take it. Make it tangible to you. It is a good life. Make your life the best life you could be. Live life on purpose. Live life as if it's your last day and you're going to do things in the right way. You're going to do the right thing. You're going to make right choices. You're going to um, have the right surroundings. You can walk in an atmosphere that's negative and change the atmosphere because of your attitude and because of your goodness inside. You can do it. So just do it. I want to encourage you today. This has been so much fun for me, and I really enjoy doing these podcasts, and I hope you enjoy them with me. Thanks for being with me today. I just want to encourage you to, to go on in life, choosing no matter what's going around, on around you or in the world. Things are going to always be negative. There, there's going to always be negative in our life, always. But we make a choice to live a good life. We make a choice to be positive instead of negative. And we have to fill ourselves up with positive things and good things and good people and, and everything good. And that's why God is so good. He is a good God. And he is a good father. And he wants to give us good things. So I just want to fill you up with some things to think about. And so I want to close today. Thank you for being with me. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Be gracious unto you. May the Lord bless you with peace and put a smile on your face. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great day. I also want to thank ONTV for allowing me to come here and do my podcast. I am so thankful for it. And I'm so thankful for these people that work so hard at this place. John, Joe Johnson, 
and Ian Locke. I had to find the number. Sorry about that. 248-393-1060 is the number to call if you want to do your own podcast or come up with any ideas. They are very high-tech people, and there's men and women here. They can help you. There is awesome equipment to be used. So take advantage of it. It's an awesome place that you'd be proud to take others to show them off, show off a place to do a podcast or a place to do a video or a YouTube or whatever it is that you're talented in. So come join us. 248-393-1060. Thank you. Till next time. Bye.